1: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I think Smackdown may actually be written for me these days. What a lucky boy I am. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs, the wrestling review show with me, Simon Miller, where I take my finger and I just point it around the place and the power that it has. is people yell at this guy every single week, but look what I do. That's right, I kiss him. So then also started this week with an absolutely amazing video recounting everything that's happened between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And later, we are going to have the KO show where our first match was Cody Rhodes... Versus Ludwig Kaiser. Wunderbar. This was doubly exciting too. Because I do not think this was an accident. Because I have been bleating on for ages. Bleh, like some kind of a sheep. That if Cody Rhodes does indeed win the WWE Unified Amazing World title at WrestleMania. One of his first opponents after the fact should be Gunther. They did everything at the Royal Rumble. And now we're just planting those seeds. Because of course Ludwig is an Imperium. Giovanni Vinci was right outside. You could also tell the story, can he beat this big man by slapping his meat? Wait a minute. We also had more narratives here, because Wade Barrett is all like, yeah, this Cody wrote. What if he gets injured before WrestleMania? Then what he's going to do? What an absolute goober. The American Nightmare was also over like Rover here. People are always saying that saying, who the hell is Rover? Who is he? I went through all my wrestling history books, and I've never heard of anybody called Rover, but man, he must have smashed it. Kaiser is also severely underrated, because he can go. But when he got Sam by a suplex, out came Paul Heyman. Ruh-roh. The scrap continued because Ludwig started to work on Cody's leg. So Rhodes grabbed him and threw him into Alan the announce table. And do you know how Ludwig Kaiser then got back into this? He took Rhodes' neck and he went and he choked him on the top rope. So I know I go on about this a lot, but I'm going on about it again. That's attempted murder. Somebody call the cops. Giovanni Vinci then cast distraction by basically whacking Cody Rhodes. It was like, oh no, he's going to lose. But actually, when Cody decided he would wind up the internet and he went for the pedigree, out came Sola Sokoa. I was like, what the flub is going on? And this is the one distraction, the history of distractions that makes sense. Because if Sokoa came out, I'd be like, oh no, this guy's going to beat me up. Which is when Vinci threw his jacket into the ring. And this idiot referee was like, no, you're not allowed to throw clothes in here. And of course, once again, that caused a distraction, which is when Ludwig hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment surprise roll-up. But of course, he only got a two. Otherwise, he'd be going to WrestleMania. I think this is when Rhodes realized he had to be done with it. So he hit the cutter and he hit the crossroads and he got the one, two, three. And I love matches like this. Just two good people that you enjoy coming together and totally kicking ass. Giving it up. Given that Heyman and Sokoba out here too, you just knew that something was going to happen. They weren't just going to go, well done, Cody, and leave. So something happened. Because Paul was being weird and apologised for ring out to Samantha Irvin because he didn't think she'd done a good job saying, well done, Cody Rhodes. So instead, he was going to do it. When, of course, he just went, oh, Roman Reigns. I love Roman Reigns so much. He's of the table. So he really couldn't hang out with this guy because I bet he just goes on about the tribal chief all the time. He'd be like, oh, can we talk about anything else? When he was like, ha, Cody, I've got one last roadblock to throw at you. Because before WrestleMania, you've got to go to Raw. And yeah, you take it on Sola Ha! Huh. If he gets past that, Roman Reigns will be waiting on next week's SmackDown so they can have their big last face-to-face chat. I was like, why did Adam Pearce <laughs> agree to this? Does he too not want this WrestleMania main event? Because now he's going to put it in jeopardy. Amazingly, Cody was more upset that Paul Heyman interrupted the fans singing his song, Whoa! when he turned his attention to Solo once again and was all like, Listen, man, I told you a few days ago, i tell you again now, you ain't ready. Rose then finishes with a wonderful line when he said, And Reigns isn't ready either. And I tell you, I am 100% sure that he is actually going to be successful at WrestleMania. Because so I've told you my conspiracy theory. I'll tell you it again. If originally it was meant to be The Rock versus Roman Reigns, The Rock wasn't going to win. So maybe Codes isn't either. This was really fun, though. And you can just tell we're preparing to do something with Sola Sikoa, which is absolutely what we should do. Give me, get it a up. We then learned that our first match of WrestleMania weekend is going to be John Cena versus Austin Theory. And why the hell not? The crowd will go crazy for that. Out came Charlotte Flair. She wanted to tell us that she didn't build her career on nepotism. She didn't build it on fear and she didn't build it on insecurities. Now, going back to the nepotism bit, come on, who wouldn't do this? If my dad was Ric Flair, I would go downstairs every morning and go, whoa, chop, chop, figure four, take my clothes off and strut around the place. Dad, can you go and make me a WWE superstar? Because I'd really appreciate it. Charlotte also said she knows the business is built on respect and not fear, which was a shot at Rhea Ripley, before she contradicted herself and said, but I do have insecurities. I was like, wait a minute. I just thought you said you didn't. Now, of course we do. We're all human beings. There's nothing wrong with it. She also then mentioned that she respects Rhea, but she doesn't fear her. I was like, man, Charlotte is saying everything twice. It's like she turned into the macho man, Randy Savage. Say everything twice. (laughs) Say everything twice. And this is also how she felt about the likes of the Bellas and Oscar and Sasha Banks and Trish Stratus and anybody else she did mention. And look what happened to those guys. So when she does indeed conduct her hands, get in the ring with Ripley, she going down to Charlottetown. She didn't say that. I said that. This is why I'm never going to get hired anywhere. The thing is, though, around this point, the fans started to go, what? Because that chart is never going to die. So we may as well accept it. And all of a sudden... (laughs) Good guy, Charlotte Flair, basically turned heel in the ring, and she was like, "Would you guys shut up?" I'm trying to make an important point here, and this would be the equivalent of when Roman Reigns comes out and goes, "Oh my God, it's Roman Reigns," and he goes, "Oh man, I love you so much." It just doesn't happen. He then went back to Legacy because Charlotte said she will never be ashamed of where she comes from, and no, you shouldn't. You should embrace it. And diamonds are forever, and so is Charlotte Flair. When this was done. I was a little bit perplexed. I don't know whether WWE knows that Rhea Ripley is probably going to get cheered at WrestleMania because that's just the way when you have someone's about to break out and become a champion, which is what should happen. And because Charlotte has a bunch of stroke, she can do whatever she wants. But I was very, very confused. Although, here's a curveball for you. I'm basically gonna do what Charlotte did. I actually quite liked it because this is how a human being would react. If you went to give some kind of a speech, you're like, this is the most important speech of my life. And you had a bunch of people going, boo, boo. And they weren't saying boo earns, You'd be like, listen, you schmoes, you are dickheads. I mean, there's nothing worse than carrying on your hero promo if nobody's buying it. And I actually think more wrestlers should be given this kind of leeway. Also, all that matters with this program is that Rhea Ripley becomes a champion at WrestleMania. And then we push her as hard as we can in 2023. I mean, we should get to WrestleMania 40 and she should still hold the titles she's ready to go so i don't actually know what to do here but i am gonna give it up because i was intrigued and also it's just far better than your normal oh i'm just such a good person promo screw that be weird and then <laughs> oh my gosh because it was la night versus ray mysterio after last week la had gone up to ray and said hey man i'll slap your kid around for you so ray had slapped him I mean, you would have a match. And of course, the Mysterio family were at ringside, as Dommy Boy had told us on Raw. And fantastically, when LA Knight got introduced, he got another good reaction. And in fact, at one point, you had 50% of the arena going, Rey Mysterio. And you had 50% of the arena going, LA Knight. So, I'm sorry. Here's another dude that is gonna to have to be pushed after mania. Ray is still all speed, which is kind of crazy given that he's almost 50 years old. But the problem with that is, night is all power. So, at one point, he just grabbed Daddy Ray and he threw him into the floor. I'll do it. He then hit a neck breaker because he was trying to break Ray's neck. And as soon as Mysterio got back into this, Dominic's music hit. Out he came. And honestly, the heat that he received on this evening, him and Rhea Ripley. Are the two greatest things to ever happen in wrestling. Look at my face, I'm not kidding. It also allowed LA to knock Ray off the top rope where he booted him right in the head. And when Mysterio went for the 619, LA Knight stopped him. But when Ray Mysterio went for 619 number two, Dominic went, Nap, you ain't doing it, daddy. And he grabbed his leg. Amazingly, too, Knight then hit the most devastating move in all the sports attainment the surprise roll up. And the ref went one, and the ref went two, and I watched his damn hand. And it went three. flubbed me sideways. Now that is amazing because it just is. But also, oh, thank goodness for that. We haven't had a surprise roll-up win on wrestling TV for ages, or at least a long time for wrestling. And I was starting to worry that people had forgotten. Thankfully, they do remember how devastating it is. Bring it down. And then between WWE and AEW, we are really rocking and rolling this year. So I am going to give this an up because seeing LA Knight beat Rey Mysterio was fantastic. But then... (laughs) this whole thing got even better. Now, I was ready to do this at the Hall of Fame, but who cares when you do it, just pull the trigger as and when, because Dominic Mysterio was all like, Daddy Ray Mysterio, I wanna fight you at Mania. And I was like, I told you, man, you're so boring. You're such a boring person, I'm not doing this. And he left. As he was going though, Dom did indeed go to address his family, and he started talking to his mom and sister I was all like, man, mum, you were deadbeat, mum. You married my deadbeat dad, and Leah, you're a moron. And then he caught right in Mumsy's face and went, shut up, mum. I was dying. This is the worst person on the planet, and I really want to give him a hug. Now, I do have to say, Ray, why the hell did you invite your family to SmackDown when you knew that Dominic was going to do this? But of course, it was all part of the plan, because when he saw the love of his life, the mother of his children, his wife get talked to this way, he went to Dom, he smacked him onto the floor and was all like, right, now you've crossed the line. That was the line. You don't talk to her like that. So you want to fight at WrestleMania? It's on. And the reaction to this don't come into my house and say WWE's not done a good job. I'm not going to lie. I still think Dominic should win that because some men just want to watch the world burn. Also, he's a condom. He's been in jail. He's been through far worse things than this. But I am so damn excited about it. So it's a massive round of applause. This has been absolutely smashed. And it's it up. And then we got a qualifying match for the WrestleMania Showcase. I don't know. But it was Natalia and Shotzi taking on Zia Lee and Lacey Evans. And I was like, what the hell has happened to these two? They have been repackaged so many times, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's the equivalent of this. And you just walk around, you don't know what you're doing. Kel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan were also at ringside, but seriously, they should have just watched the highlights. It went three minutes, and not a lot happened. Still, boiled down to the fact that Evans accidentally hit Zia Lee with the women's right. So Shotzi and Natalia hit the heart attack. And then Natalia logged in the sharpshooter and Zia tapped out. Don't know what I'm doing. So they are going to Mania. And look, I just couldn't get over the fact that Lacey Evans and Xia Li were in this from nowhere. The last time I saw Lacey Evans, I thought she was supposed to be like bad army person. And Xia came out with a hoodie and helped damage control. So yeah, it got me right in the tum tum. I'm going to have sleepless nights about this because I'm a weird guy. Just getting it down. And then look, it did get a little bit better because Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler came out. Or Balder, as my auto decided to write. It was the second time on this evening that people were trying to troll me. And they basically went, you're all a bunch of losers and we're putting ourselves into the showcase match. And I was like, why does everybody else to have to qualify and not you? Look, I don't mind these matches. I think it's important to get as many people on the WrestleMania card as possible because it is WrestleMania. But yeah, this one was a swing and the miss. Mostly because it's two plus two equals potato. Doesn't make any sense. Although I will say, post WrestleMania, should Baisley or Balder and Rousey absolutely tear apart the division and become the champs? Yes. And then we up the intensity. Good, because it was a contract signing, naturally, for the Intercontinental Championship. So out came Drew McIntyre, out came Adam Pearce, and out came Sheamus. And as has been the way recently, the Irishman's all like, "Hey, Drew." He's Scottish, he's Irish, I can't do Irish. He was all like, Drew, I hate the way you've been treating me recently. You're an absolute asshole. And in fact, you should step aside and just let me have the match. I don't think it works that way. And McIntyre jumped in and said as much. And he's also said, look, last week we beat the hell out of each other. And we should have gone to the bar afterwards. I have no idea what's wrong with Drew's voice. But you just had to be a sensitive Sally. And I was like, there ain't nothing wrong with being sensitive. If you're a sensitive person, that's totally fine. (laughs) Then <laughs> Drew really up the ante because he was like, Listen, I know I can beat Gunther, and we all know you can't. You tried and you failed. So they were ready for fisticuffs when Adam Pierce was like, Please just sign the deal. When Gunther finally arrived, I was like, Why wasn't he here already? He was also mad because everybody is mad, and he got right in Pierce's face and was like, You need to tell me if I have to do a triple threat match. This is why I love Gunther. He just signed the deal anyway. But, well, I don't like it, but I'll still whoop everybody's ass. Gunther then promised to beat up everyone, saying, I'll beat you, Drew McIntyre. I'll beat you, Seamus. I'll beat you, Rich Holland. And he kind of looked at Butch like he was some sort of alien. And Butch didn't appreciate that. He jumped over the table. And all of a sudden, we had a massive brawl. I mean, you would not do that too, though, wouldn't you? Because you're like, what am I? Some kind of afterthought? What is this? My family Christmas time. When it was announced that we were getting Butch versus Gunther. I was like, man, this is the best SmackDown ever. Hyperbole. Also, if you are a UK indie scene fan like I am, you know why this carries so much weight. And they absolutely went to town on each other. Including this boot <laughs> that Guns gave to the former Pete Dunne. I mean, he took his shoe and he just whammed him right in the skull. Guns also hit Butch so hard with a chop. I mean, it was like, I genuinely thought that wrestling may have changed direction. And even when Butch tried to fight back, he just got floored again. I mean, this dude was getting tongued. There was a really cool bit when Butch did indeed go for the armbar, but Gunther was able to reverse it into a Boston crab and then a crossface, which is when Butch was like, Well, I know what I can do. You may be big, but you got fingers. I'm going to snap him. He wasn't able to do that because Gunther just chopped him again. It's not the first time you play someone on WWE 2K23 and you just mash the button. When he stepped on Butch's face. That's right. He took his foot and he stepped on it. And I was like, man, it's really getting disgusting. If you listen hard enough too, you could hear a slight bruiser weight chart in the crowd. So there's still hope yet. Keep your fingers crossed. And basically, because Gunther went to the outside and he looked at Drew and he looked at Seamus, all of a sudden everybody was fighting. And poor Ridge Holland went into Rita the ring post. However, well, that was basically enough to cause a distraction because Butch was like, there's too much happening on the outside. So Gunther gave him the last symphony. One, two, three. But I tell you, all of this was absolute gold. It then got even better because the Intercontinental Championship contenders were facing off with each other. And even though Drew McIntyre hit Gunther with a claymore, I'm sorry, he was definitely trying to hit Sheamus. So they all hate each other. It really does feel like we should care about this belt again too. And when was the last time we were able to do that? I am giving all of this an up and you should go out of your way to see it. And then the Street Profits let me down. I mean, damn it. They were talking about their showcase match at WrestleMania, where of course Ricochet and Braun Strowman will be involved. And when they were taking the mick out of their chemistry, they were like, they do have one thing in common. They're bald. I'm sorry, are they not meant to be good guys? Am I not meant to like them? Are bald people meant to hate the street profits? Do you think I chose this? Do you think I woke up one day and went and had all my hair fall out? No, it's something I had to embrace and it's something that I had to understand. And I don't appreciate people like you taking the mic out of me. This is when Braun and Rick turned up too because I confronted them and I was like, yeah, hit them, get them, these sons of ditches. So now there's only one thing we can do I'm giving it a down. That's right, we need more respect. When we go outside, you know, it's a little bit colder as well, and we have to wear a hat. Nobody ever thinks about these things. So there's me throwing my toys out of the pram when we got to our main event segment, and it was the KO show, and I just loved every second of it. Because Sami Zayn was his guest, they were laughing and joking to begin with, because Kevin O was like, did I do it properly? Because I know you wanted to come out here by yourself, so you could get a massive pop. Sam was actually a little bit put out by that. He was like, hey, 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 I don't want to talk about backstage stuff. Let's talk about WrestleMania. He also underlined how great their friendship has been and tied it all into their history because they started in Montreal and now they are going to the showcase of the Immortals. And if everything goes right, this is me looking at the WrestleMania sign, they will become the tag team champions and yeah, that's a pretty damn good story. To celebrate the occasion, Kevin also had a present for ZAMMY, which at first seemed to be the brand new KO Mania t-shirt. Always enjoy seeing that. But actually, it now says KO Mania on the back, because on the front it reads, WrestleZania. And whoever came up with that, I'm coming around your house, and I'm going to bake you a cake. And then it acted like they weren't going to hug, but then they did hug, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're hugging. <laughs> When the Usos attacked them and laid out Sami Zayn with the 1D before Kevin Owens chased them off with a chair. But honestly, the heat they got for that, Jimmy and Jay, all right by me. This is how SmackDown ended too, so it was absolutely delicious. But look, we're just going a bit crazy here. I'm 99% sure the only reason Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn did this, because it's a bit like, tee hee hee, this is what KO used to do. But it did kind of feel like we were planting some seeds here that these two were going to break up. But again, I'm 99% sure that I'm just making this up in my head and it was done for lols. But there's still that 1%. Come here, I'm going to tell you. If he did turn on Sami Zayn at WrestleMania and that's why he lost, I wouldn't be totally against it. Some men just want to watch the world burn. But of course, I'm going to give it an up. Everybody is doing great work, especially because Roman Reigns doesn't turn up to every show, which is perfectly cool. He has earned that plaudit. But I cannot wait to see what we actually do at Mania, because I tell you, there are twists and turns coming, and I can't see them at all. And that just makes for really good TV. So it's another SmackDown, which is going to get an up. And please make sure that you like the video, share the video, and subscribe, and click one of the videos on the screen. And you've got to come back tomorrow because Rampage is now on Saturday night so we'll up those downs on Sunday which means there's basically wrestling on television all of the time and I'm really tired. Thank you for supporting me. It's Wrestlemania next week. Where the hell does the time go? Goodbye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen